Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of the Left on the Bench podcast, dot, dot, the roasting of Man United. I've got my boy as usual, the law-abiding citizen, Adam Trandafilu, and myself, Jacob O'Connor. Let's play the music. Alrighty, a couple of, um, guess, uh... I don't know, really. Just like, share, and subscribe. You know, the usual. All that Get good in stuff. Please. We appreciate it. Yep, that's it. Yeah, um, episode two. Yeah, we're we here. back. Um, for all you haters. <laughs> <laughs> Who's we the did, haters? We did it. We made it. <laughs> we're big time. <laughs> yes, yes. We're, we're, we're very big time with our, with our couple of listeners and that here. Uh, but uh, thanks to everyone who has checked out the first episode. And shared some lovely words about it. We do appreciate it. Yeah, and, I, I uh, actually a couple of people say it was, it was pretty good. So, yeah, that's it. Hopefully, those people aren't the United supporters because I don't think they're going to be sticking around for this episode. Uh, yeah, if you are a United supporter, seriously, please uh, like our um, socials and then probably just leave. Yeah. Don't listen to the episode. Just like and share now and then leave. This episode ain't for you and for good reason that you probably know why. And I'm sure you would agree with us with what we're about to uh, go on into with it. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> let, let's let's kick off this episode with uh, with the match day 24 results in the Premier League, shall we? And let's start... <laughs> with, with United with, themselves. With United themselves. So, it was Burnley versus Man United in this in the kickoff of match day 24. The score ended one all uh, with a Paul Pogba goal and a Jay Rodriguez goal. Uh now How? we we touched upon this on our on our first episode. If, yeah. if you haven't listened we gave to our it, predictions. Yeah, give it a listen. But um, we we said it, it's got a draw written all over this, uh, and it wasn't quite the ninetieth minute equaliser. I that you said called. draw. I yeah. said two. I said two one United, and then and then it'll be yeah. a Talkowski header to tie it up in the ninetieth minute. Yeah, I got that part wrong, but I got the draw right. And um, as we kind of touched upon um. You can't really call them Manchester United anymore, can you? No. Like, they're, they're not scary. Well, you, you don't go to Old Trafford anymore and you're quivering in your boots. Like, No, yeah. you really can't. And, you know, they didn't have Ronaldo starting in this game. He came off off the bench. He, I think it was maybe the last 20 minutes of the game he had, and he, he didn't bring anything to United to make it seem like they were going for goal. United didn't want to win this game, and you could tell they didn't want to win this game. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, no goals in six matches. His six matches. longest his dry spell in yep. eleven years. Yep, that's saying something, man. Eleven that's, years. It's uh, like how much can you just go on about United? You know, like, you know what's crazy though. Anything? Six games, yep. not scoring. Yeah, that's not that bad. But for someone that is as talented and skillful as Ronaldo, yep. like. For someone who has 700, 800 goals under his own name in his record, you're scoring every game. Yeah. Like, I, to be honest, I don't even think Burnley have six goals this year. So, no. like, this whole season. <laughs> so, um. But, as, as I have said, I feel like Burnley are turning themselves around. And it's the same way I reckon Sean Dyche needs to stay as manager. He's nine and a half years into them already. And I think from this game and also for against you guys. Yeah, which we'll touch on later. Which we'll yeah. go on later. Yeah. Uh, Burnley are on the turnaround and I put it down to uh, just having the confidence to 
push and want to get out of a relegation battle. Mm. You can tell the teams that really want to get out of a relegation and Burnley are turning around being like, nah, fuck this, we can't go down. And that's two really tough games for Burnley on paper. Yeah. It should be two tough games. 100%. And they've, and they've come away with probably one more point than they should have. It was a strong point to take from yeah. United and it was a great confidence boost for them. Um, it was a it was a great game from um, from Vort Veghorst as well. He assisted Rodriguez's goal, and it was sublime. Yeah, the cut from the de- from the two Man United defenders, he turned them out, and then put an inside foot to put Rodriguez in on goal. It was delicious. Yeah, good start. He good had start a great start. It's what he needed as well. You need him. Yeah. running because they've got rid of their most prolific striker. Yeah. So he needs to hit the ground running and he, he mm-hmm. needs to save Burnley pretty much. Yeah, he's coming into it. And Jay Rodriguez is really turning his season around as well. Um, the goal was, was, was a lovely goal to, to get for him. But even against you guys as well, it all had it. So Burnley are definitely on the turnaround. But I mean, for, from a Man United perspective, you know, they still had 64% possession in the game. They had a decent number of shots, but they just can't, they just can't get there. And I don't know what it is, whether it's Ralph Ranić that just doesn't know what he's doing with this team, whether that's the, the whether that's the squad himself going, we don't believe in Ralph. We yeah, don't well, have a, a, good, a reason to try and push. Good old Ralphie was never really their long-term solution, was it? No. Like, they were never going to have him at the start of next year. You wouldn't think so anyway. No, they always said he was an interim coming into it until yeah. they find their full-time replacement. Maybe they were hoping that he would fluke his way and they'll give him another contract because yeah. Man United like to give people extended contracts. That yeah, they don't deserve it. They'll throw a paycheck at anyone these days, but, won't they? Um, that's that's just another manager that they've just thrown under the bus, pretty much, because yep. th- there's more going on than just the manager. They haven't been Man United since Alex Ferguson, in my opinion. No. And Look at that trophy cabinet from the last ten years. It's just there's just not, and then like they would they they will back a manager to make one signing, mm. and then they'll sack him. And then they'll let the next manager make a signing. I don't think one manager has been able to build a team properly yet. No. It's, it, they've just got the scraps from all the managers that have left behind. They make a big signing. It doesn't do too well. And then that big signing will piss off in another season and then absolutely light up their season after that. I mean, you already look. Anthony Martial got man of the match for Sevilla. He's tearing it up in. on his debut. And same with... Um, who else did they let go again? Um... That did fucking good. The Dan James. He's doing pretty well at Dan Leeds. James, Donny V. Donny V, yeah. Oh, yeah, he had a very nice debut, which we'll probably talk yep. about as yep. well. Um, so, yeah, kicking off. United in the fucking dirt. They're not fighting for titles this season. They're, they're not making top six. Yeah. Um, moving on to Newcastle versus Everton. This was the match that we sort of went into going. Could go either way. Could be Lampard yeah. starting well in the Prem. But we... we Backed Lampard to do a bit better this game. Yeah, we. I thought he would come out swinging. Yeah, so it, it ended three one to Newcastle uh, to a uh, Mason Holgate own goal, Ryan Fraser goal, and a Kieran Trippier free kick, delicious free kick, um, and Everton got a Jamal Lascelles own goal as well. Uh, we did see Deli Ali come on as a substitute from the twenty fifth minute to replace an injury, and Donny Van Der Beek came on in the sixtieth to get his debut. Yeah, and I kind of mentioned it as well. Like, I didn't think Lampard would start yep. both of them. And he didn't start either of them. Didn't start. And um, Deli Ali was... I don't think he would have brought him on if he didn't have to. Yeah. And uh, he probably wanted to get some 
minutes in and that's why it was probably, came it was in. probably always going to bring him on as a sub anyway yeah yeah like maybe the 60th minute get yep. some legs in the new boys yeah um just to mold with the team a bit better yeah uh but unfortunately couldn't uh couldn't get in to sort of make a bigger bigger impact on the pitch uh whether that just being newcastle just wanted it more yeah, I think we've got to look at Newcastle a little bit differently now. I think I've kind of just looked at them and seen them as pushovers, but mm. they're they're looking pretty good. Yeah, like I think that's for it. the first time they've won three matches in a row, and I don't know how long it's been, but it's been quite a while. Yep, and Trippi has proven to be a very good signing and yeah, showing well, you why he's one of the best free-kick takers that you can find. Yeah, like, I think a lot of people kind of laughed at the signing and like oh you've got all this money and that's who you go for but um he's quickly silencing mm. the the mm-hmm. haters on on Kieran Trippier 100 percent it might just be because he's English people don't think he um he can warrant that price tag but yeah he's he's playing really well yeah and it's it's doing bits for Newcastle um but Everton you know they'll they'll make it through they'll get there uh next was a game that I watched and was Fucking, this match was incredible. Aston Villa versus Leeds. That first half was insane. Yep. I don't think I've seen a first half of football with that much like drama, goals, late goals. Yeah. And this was without a doubt game of the week for me. Yeah. Um. So three all. Uh. Coutinho got on the score sheet again. Uh. Jacob Ramsey came on for a double. Coutinho also assisted both of those goals. Yeah. Good little uh, partnership they're building up there. Yep. Then Dan James hit two for Leeds and then a Diego Lorente goal as well. Uh, we did see Eric Conza get sent off late into the second half. Uh, and we also had nine minutes of extra time in this game just to add to that extra flair of this game. Yeah. And for all the goals, like, so it was three all at half time, wasn't it? No. No. Was, they, was it? That kicked in um, in the second half. It was what? very early. Uh, early on to the second half when... Leeds equalised, I believe. To make it three all? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so five goals in the first half and then one goal in the second. So it was a bit more quiet and a bit more reserved in the second half, even with that nine minutes of extra time. Uh, Yeah, so Leeds equalised in the 63rd. Yeah. But all the other goals came in in the first half. In the first half, yeah. So very strong. A very strong match. Um, an absolutely incredible performance from Coutinho himself. Yeah, His no. goal was delicious. It was an absolute Coutinho-esque goal. Um, Villa played this really well off the throw-in. Place the ball down the line. Just whip it along the ground. And bang. Coutinho on the turn. Fires it off from the right-hand side of the box into the left corner. Bottom left corner. Pitcher perfect. Brilliant. And he celebrated like... Oh, it's Liverpool He celebrated days. like, oh my God, I'm back and I'm yeah, loving this right now. It's the Liverpool days. He, he, yeah. They're coming back. Him and Gerrard just soaking it all up. They're loving it there. And then his assist for Jacob Ramsey was fucking amazing. It was that a, that split pass, oh my goodness. To find Ramsey like that, from th- put it through three defenders and Ramsey to make the run. Credit to Ramsey as well because he made that run perfect. And just got takes, onto oh it my and finished it yeah. like a, One a touch. And he's an upcoming... Very, very well in young prospect who no doubt will probably get a look into the England squad in the next year or so if he keeps pulling up these performances. Yeah, and, it's, it's looking good for him. But, I mean, in terms of that, it's I I, I think it's a good result for, for Gerrard anyway with this Villa team. 
But I think you got to give credit to Leeds as well and Bielsa, they, they who's stuck not in there. giving up. Yeah. Who's and had Leeds who have not had the greatest season by any by any stretch of the imagination. But in this game, are really showing that, no, they're not going to just sit down and take it. They will fight back as well as they can. Yeah, like last season, Leeds would just beat teams by outscoring them. Yeah. But they've definitely not had the, the same firepower that they they had last year. So yeah. to um, level up in the in the second half and hold off for the rest of the game is, yeah, credit to them. Yeah, definitely credit there. Uh, next we go off, we go to Spurs versus Southampton. Another upset of a match here. Spurs down two, Southampton three. Uh, Spurs went with a Bednarek own goal and a Sun goal, while Southampton finished off the game with Broha, El Yanusi, and Shea Adams. Uh, this was a match that was very much more into Southampton's favor. Uh, they went into this finishing the game with 52% possession over Spurs. And having twenty three shots over Spurs eight shots. Yeah, um, something's wrong there as well, isn't it? Something Some, is something very is, wrong with Spurs, man. Like Conte should be getting the best out of these players, and like you can even see match week twenty five. Yeah, there, there's something wrong. Like yeah, they're like they're they're trying, but they're they're now acting like a mid team table. A mid-table team. Mid-team table. <laughs> they're acting like yeah. a mid-table team yeah. where it's just like they're not convincing as what they used to be. And we know Spurs, they don't win anything anyway. They get yeah. close up the top. But, but they're still a team that have great players. and They don't know, look confident. No. And I think selling one of their most promising midfielders has affected them. Yeah. like They're just nothing in the midfield now. Like Harry Winks, who the hell is he? Yeah. Like, he's not a good player. Yeah, which is why we get into the 25 when they, they made some debuts there. Uh, but this one, they went there, sort of standard, um, standard running team. Um, they got very close to equalizing the game in the 93rd minute with a Bergwijn goal, which was then yeah, ruled, ruled offside ruled by offside. VAR in the yeah. 93rd, where they thought they just pulled it back to claim yeah. a point. But no, nah, Southampton take all the spoils. Uh, we love VAR, don't we? Yeah, VAR, we love VAR, especially against Spurs. Uh, but for Southampton, I mean, for Ralph Hausenhudel, I mean, he's he's a great manager. I always like watching him. Uh, he, he he attacks the teams where he really wants to attack, like even against us. He always puts in a big shift against us when he, when he, when he really wants to. And we saw that a few weeks ago when they had the draw with us. And something like this, uh, yeah, everyone... It's just having a go with Southampton. Yeah. Jay Adams has really proven himself again as a, as a good young striker. Um, Broha is, is is the one that is on everyone's lips because um, I think he's the Chelsea loney. Yeah, he's on from Chelsea, yeah. I believe. But um, no, they've always been like they're, they're just showing a bit more grit now. Like normally they'll just get rolled over. Like, when they lose, they lose big. I don't know if you remember last year, their 9-0 whopping by um, Man United, which mm. will never happen again by the yep. hands of United. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that I think humiliation like that um, and to still stick with Ralph and believe that he can um, turn this team into, you know, a mm. good mid-table team, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're showing faith in the manager and they're, they're pulling out good results. Yeah, so like that leaves Spurs eighth in the table, and Southampton a tenth. Yeah. So they're 
on paper, they're a matchup. They're they're neck and neck in this sort of season. Um, but it's a good result for Southampton. Shit result for Spurs, and they just seem to be another team that just can't get it done. Um, finishing off with match day twenty four, uh, City we beat Brentford two 0 Mara's penalty, KDB finish off the goalkeeper blunder. Um, standard game, it wasn't crazy. We had, you know, we had a good few attempts, but Brentford are a, are a weird defensive team, and they're not always easiest to break down because they will look to defend more against us and they will try to find the counter-attack or anything. Yeah. Once you got that first goal, it was game over and it's um, a pretty routine win for City, really. Yeah. Once City gets that first goal, they very rarely lose that lead. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, they're, they're, you're really good at managing games and just pretty much choking the opposition as soon as you get ahead. Yeah. And that's all we need to do. And we, we, we leave that with another three points, keeping on the top of the table. Uh, the new guys went up against Leicester. And you yes. won 2-0 to a Jota double. Another another routine win. Like, Leicester didn't really throw anything at us, did they? They, like, Pats and Daka had a very bad game. And yeah. um, with no Vardy, like, they don't really have a team, do they? No. Like, they definitely wanted to, uh, to, to have a better go and try to get something against you guys. But once you guys get on a run, that's it. And then Leicester's just motivation drops, and and just they got nothing to look, look onto. How good is Diogo Jota? He's, like, he did really anyone is. expect him to hit the ground running as he has since he's signed for Liverpool? Nah, it's it's and it's crazy. I think he's one of your guys' best players this season. Yeah, like without uh, a shadow of a doubt. So Mane and Salah at this time were still at Afcon. Yeah. Um. And yeah, he really has just took that in his stride and stepped up and scored the goals when we need them. Yeah. So yeah, really happy with that, and you know, Leicester could have been a real, um, real. Uh, Anything can happen against Leicester. Yeah, but exactly. It could have been a tough game for us, but we just showed them why we are where we are yep. on the table. Without a doubt, good showing. Um, so that's, that's match day twenty four. So let's jump over to match day twenty five now with the highlights there. Kicking us off again, oh. Man United versus Southampton. Uh, guess where this went? Guess where this went? <laughs> To another one-all draw. Uh, Jaden Sancho goal and a Che Adams goal. Southampton outdid Man United on shots. They had 13 over United's 12. Um, and, the, and the possession wasn't too far out. Uh, Southampton had a 47.7% possession mm. over United's 52. So it was, a, it was a fairly even game. It wasn't definitely one-sided. United absolutely pummeled them in the first 30 minutes. Yeah. And then they just switched off. They yep. just reverted back into their shit fucking excuse of a football game. Yep. And Southampton just second half came out all guns blazing and um, Southampton really should have won that second half. Mm. Um, you got to give but, credit to Fraser Forster. Yeah. He really kept Southampton in yeah. this game. He had made some great saves and a last minute one as well. It could have gone anywhere, but he had the reflexes still to just tip that one out. So I think uh, Fraser Forster was... The, the saving grace for Southampton to make sure they kept the point. And, and, and maybe um, a mention to Cristiano Ronaldo for keeping Southampton in the game too. Yeah. Missing that open net. That was it, was, it was a good defensive clearance to get onto it. It was fuck all power behind his shot to it's, get that one. You just, it's Ronaldo. You expect, 
you ex- you just expect those to go in. But like anyone who gets around the keeper like that, you just you just pass it in there, but with some yeah. power behind yeah. it. If if you're on a goal drought, they're the opportunities you want. Yeah. They're, they're like you you can't miss those. It's yeah. Not Ronaldo, and not any stance, and if it's just. <laughs> It's just where what what do you keep saying about United? Like you just where do you where do you draw the line and go? Okay, here's where they need to turn it around. Like, do they need someone to step up? Do they need uh, you know someone to 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 lead this team in the locker room? Because it seems like no one in their locker room is leading them on the pitch. Like, okay, Ralph will do whatever the fuck he does and make his team whatever. He wants to stick with Harry Maguire as a captain for whatever reason. Oh my god, that that um, no look defending. Did you see that um, that meme? He, like he got turned by a oh, South yeah, 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 hand yeah. to play, and he's just stuck his leg out and kind of yeah. looked the other way. Oh, god, he's just a joke of a defender. To think people were saying that he's a better defender than Van Dyke is like, uh, bro. To think how close we were to signing him before yeah. he moved to United. He is a joke of a defender. With the price, don't, don't forget, he costs 70 to 80 million yeah. to sign. And there is no return on investment on that player. No, maybe for England. He plays well for England. England is the only yeah. place, yeah, he does yeah. all right. Yeah. But outside of that, you, you don't have anything else. You, you don't have, like, Bruno seems like he could be the leader, but he seems a bit more just about himself. And just yeah, like a lot of those, a lot of those players have that kind of personality where you you can see they're just doing it for themselves. Mm. Like you've got Pogba, who, to be honest, it kind of looks like he's trying to bring the team together, but he just always has those kind of "it's all about me" vibes yeah. going on for him. Yeah. And then you've got Ronaldo, who it's all about me, and 100%. then you've got Bruno, who it's all about me. Yeah. You, you need someone in there that's going to bring this team together. And um, they just don't, they don't have anyone. No, they're not gelling. I mean, the only, the only thing you can sort of take now is Jaden Sancho's getting a bit more of a look in and he's starting to look a bit more comfortable himself in yeah, the Premier but, League. Yeah, like, I reckon they'll sell him. Hmm. Either sell him or just keep him on the bench for a couple, <laughs> for another whole season. Left on the bench. Left on the bench. <laughs> it's probably where he needs to be. Um, so, yeah, another, another solid point for Southampton to take into the table and another loss another loss two points from United to get them anywhere near the top of the table and slowly moving them out of a Champions League spot that's where it's looking because uh, West Ham are, are slightly coming up on that uh, wanting to get into the Champions League oh and Wolves and like I mean you look at it now West Ham are sitting fourth uh, United have a game in hand against them they're only one point difference but with Bowen being in the form that he's in, I think West Ham can get back to where they were uh, more at the start of this season. And United might be back to playing Europa League again for another season. Oh, they'll be in the Conference League. Yeah, <laughs> that as well. Uh, then we go over to... Uh, we took on Norwich City. We beat them 4-0. Standard. <laughs> Sterling, perfect hat-trick. Left yeah, the foot, left, right foot right header. And the header, yeah. Phil Foden goal as well. It, uh, it was a... He, he cheated. He cheated that perfect hat-trick. I don't think <laughs> I don't think you should get it if you miss a penalty just to tap in with your left foot. It's pretty, right. it pretty fucking funny. And it was just it, just... it had to be that, of course, he'd missed a penalty. But it wasn't like... It wasn't a shit penalty. It was a great save from Angus Gunn yeah. to save that penalty because it was right in the corner. And oh, yeah. But he's, he's just it. hit it the wrong way. Like, yeah. He hits it back over... 
to an open net. Yeah, it was the only flaw what's, there. What's but... with Manchester City and penalties? Why can't you guys take a good penalty? Well, that's why Mares is now the taker. Yeah, like so Mares has hit like every single one dead on, and he's burying them. But as Pep says, he's like, I don't choose the taker. The boys on the pitch they decide who does it. But right now, Mares is the guy that will always step yeah, up. Yeah, probably just gave it to Sterling because um he was on a hattie. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's all it was. He should have just took it with his left foot. And this game was was it was a throwaway game as well. Realistically, um it was uh. You know, we had we had the, the comfortable lead going to the second half, so we brought on um, McAteer, Liam Delap came back in, who Liam Delap won the penalty for Sterling to take, uh, and then handed out the debut to Kaki, the yeah. Brazilian youngie. So getting a few more young boys out there to yeah, um, just humiliating Norwich like they deserve to be. Yeah, give them a nice run in, and it's again, it's, it's more points that we take going to the top of the table again. Uh, Everton versus Leeds. Everton won three nil. Uh, to a Seamus Coleman, Michael Keane, and Anthony Gordon goal. Uh, we got to see Donny Van Der Beek do a full 90 minutes. And he played very well. Yep. It was a very nice game. It was a good game. It was, it was great to see him play a full game and get yeah. the time that he deserves. The, yeah, I'm pretty sure he had the key pass for the first goal. Mm, something like that, yeah. He was, he was integral. He was very important. Um, Anthony Gordon, young yeah. guy who's coming in and doing bits for Everton. Yeah. Say much, but his name keeps popping up. So yeah, he keeps coming in as a sub, and he's just he either scores or he assists. And I think it's a I think it's a prominent promising uh, prospect for Everton here, especially for Lampard. Do do you think he's uh, Lampard's new Tammy Abraham? Uh, Possibly could be. Possibly could be. Mold him into something better than what what he should be. Mm. I can see it happening. Definitely. Um, I mean, Everton definitely need need that. I mean, they've always got good young talent and a lot of good Englishmen in their squad to keep him going. So this could definitely be, you know, a decent player for their future. I don't see him being a starter just yet. I think they'll keep bringing him on as a sub, but if he keeps doing bits, he might get the start. Yeah, even play a couple of cup games if they're still in cups. 100%. He'll start a cup for sure. Um, But it's a a better response from from Everton, from the Newcastle. This is the game that I expected to see against um, Newcastle. Yeah. I expected to see this, and they... um, Leeds didn't stand a chance. No. They they didn't even get a look in. They just... Everton just outclassed them. Yeah. They went for it against Aston Villa, and then this one they went... Ah, we kind of gave everything we, we had against uh, against Villa. Kind of don't have anything left in the tank now, eh? Yeah. So, whatever happens with Leeds, I'd... There's something wrong in the Leeds camp as well. Yeah. And their fan base is terrible. Yeah. It is. It would go back to the championship. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Spurs versus Wolves. Spurs again, dropping it again. No, I think this is credit to Large Bruno Large for Wolves. Yeah. Um, so two 0 to Wolves uh, to a Jimenez wonder goal and a Dan Donker uh, pick out of the bunch. Um, bit of a poacher's goal. Yeah. Because um, everything was just a massive comedy of errors from Spurs. Oh, and, it was and it was Hugo goals. Lloris, wasn't it? The keeper yeah. for Spurs. He just um, just he did he headbutt a wall before the game or he something? Just, like, yeah, he just had an absolute mare. And you know, Wolves came out early on this. Um, Spurs did still have a fifty-eight percent possession over the game. Um, they did give Benton a full ninety-minute debut. Kulusevski also came on from the twenty-eighth for an injury sub as well. So they had the two new guys in there. From what I saw, Benton Core actually didn't play too bad. 
and I think he's going to be a good player for their midfield. Yeah, but he's just not the guy that's getting the goals. No, like, no, no, he, definitely he not. He controls the midfield pretty well, but they they need someone to step up. Yeah, he's good in his area, but that's all that he can yeah. do in that area there. They, they have very good individuals, but they don't look like a team at the moment. Yeah. They, they just look like a couple of, like, you know, Son will take on a team and score a wonder goal. Yeah. And, and Kane might, every 10 games, just hit top corner. <laughs> and that's about it. Yeah, definitely not as often as what he was hitting them. But, um, yeah, Spurs, there's got to be something done with Spurs. Uh, I don't know what, because I feel like Conte is a good guy to have running the show. But I don't know. I don't know where it stems from. Yeah, we'll give him a full season, I reckon. Yeah. And we'll see next year. But that seems like what we always say about Spurs, or yep. next year's their year. And it, it just sounds, never seems sound, to be. It sounds like um, what we used to say about Liverpool. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just come all right now. Um, then we had Newcastle versus Villa. This was an easy 1-0 uh, for Newcastle with another Trippier free kick. Straight through the wall. Bit of a deflection. But you take him. Yeah, but besides that free kick, not, not much, much happened. Else, not, not much else happened. I watched a bit of it. Um, they. I think think the same Newcastle thing with, put on the pressure, but they just couldn't finish. I think the same thing with like Villa after Leeds. They just had nothing left after that. Like yeah. there was so much going on, they they were just fatigued. Yeah, it was a lot of defending from Villa, and they defended well, um, but uh, they couldn't keep everything out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just, it just shows you how. I'm pretty sure I saw that. Um, Kieran Trippier might. Have a broken foot. Yeah, he is out on the fantasy in a red, so he's got a foot injury yeah, to the extent. So I don't know. It's not really announced yet how long he's going to be out for. It could be a few weeks out, which is not good for the fantasy teams. It's not good for Newcastle either. Not good either, for Newcastle. Really. Yeah. Showing in the last two matches, he's definitely uh, the highlight of their team that they need yeah, to the keep him going. Best left back they've had there for a very long time. Mm. Uh, and then rounding out the week is uh, Liverpool versus Burnley which you guys only took out 1-0 to a Fabinho goal. Um, and to be honest, I, I I had most of my money on Burnley to beat you guys in this game. It was one of those banana skin games, hey, where like um, you could, like the weather was shit, you're at Turf Moor, um, you just expect Burnley to kind of like grind out a filthy kind of, even even like another one all draw or a 1-0 win. Yeah. But um, Liverpool's... Yeah, it was nearly like that. Yeah, Liverpool's high line just caught him out too much. Like, Burn- like if you watch the game, like, my heart as a Liverpool fan was racing. But all the chances that oh, Burnley yeah. had... I was watching the game too. Yeah, all, all the chances Burnley had, they all were offside. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit. Like, they just had a one-on-one with Alisson. Oh, wait, it was offside. There was a good few there where uh, Veghorst got in a few times and should have punished it. Didn't have his it. boots on. Yeah. But they got the shots away, and it was, it was very promising because it was very early doors that that was happening. And, yeah. and within the first half, they could have scored two or three goals and been ahead over you guys. Uh, yeah. But they, they defended well, and I, I think more people need to give credit to Ben Mee as a defender, who's definitely kept out a majority of your guys' chances. There, there, was, there was one that I remember where he's just kind of tapped it off the foot of Jota yeah. as Salas played him through, and not many defenders can read that and get onto that. Yeah. So um, I, I think I think Burnley, like Liverpool, were not at their best, but no. but that's what champions do. They they win when they're not at their best. Yeah. Um, but I still think Burnley did very well to to hold them to one nil. Yeah. And really, they probably could have got something out of that game. Yeah. They they could have they sh- they should have at least scrapped the point. 
Um, Nick Pope made a, a majority of great saves against you guys as well to, to make sure he kept it to one. Um, Burnley definitely needed to take more of their chances. Uh, you guys, you know, you, it's just one of those games you have when you're up the top. You, you're always going to have one of those games against one of these teams. And it, it wasn't our strongest 11 either, no. really. Um, like, Jota didn't start. Um, Bobby Firmino, uh, I, I still love him, but he's not our best player in that position anymore. No, I think it's time for Bobby to move on. Yeah, and Mane, a very good assist. Yeah. Um, but I think he's slowly going to get transitioned out as well for our new boy Diaz. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one nil. I'm happy. I'll take yep. the three points. You'll take. You'll take the three to keep the pressure on us. Um, but yeah, that's the uh, that's the two match weeks there. We got a couple of things right. I mean, the the table still looks pretty much where it is. We're sitting on top with 63. Uh, you guys are traveling close behind with 54, with one game in hand over us. Uh, but it's still a you know it's still a, a gap to maintain. Depending yeah. Where we go. Uh, and and we've still got to play you guys later on in the season. So um, Liverpool need to win that game against City to even have a sniff. But if Man City keeps winning, then there's not much we can do about it. Yeah. So the next match we to come up where we're looking at briefly, Man United kick us off again against Brighton. You just want to say it's another draw or something, don't you? Uh, Brighton I reckon win. Brighton, Brighton win this Brighton game. Win. Brighton I reckon win. Brighton win that game. Yeah. Uh, West Ham go against Newcastle. Uh, that game could go anywhere. Uh, depends if Trippier is playing. Uh, I would give more chance to Newcastle, but yeah. I still think West Ham will have too much for yeah, them. Yeah, I think West Ham going to take it. Uh, Arsenal v Brentford. Uh, oh, the the redemption match. Yep. I still oh. first game of the season that was Brentford, so I think Arsenal will be looking for blood. I reckon Arsenal will take it. Uh, you got Aston Villa, Watford. That's that's what it is, and it, then uh, Brighton versus Burnley. Brighton's back again. Brighton back. Is it another double week? Is it? I think it is. Oh no, sorry. Uh, Man United versus Brighton. That's a catch up game. Oh okay, yeah. That's a catch up game there. Um. Uh, then yeah, Palace versus Chelsea. You'd think Chelsea would take it. Yeah, but it's a it's a London derby. Like it is. They, Crystal Palace normally come out fighting with these games, and yep. um, you Chelsea haven't really been playing. No, there's not many. T- there's only two teams that have been in form. Yeah, they're everyone else. It's just a flip of a coin, really. Pretty much. Who, who decides to turn up on the day? Yep. Uh, then you guys go against Norwich. Just the whipping boys. Should I just be, should be very comfortable. Uh, Southampton, Everton. Uh, that could be a draw. Uh, the yeah. we, we go against Spurs. Uh, trust Spurs to turn up against City. Trust that to like, happen, 100%. They they play so shit against everyone, and then for some reason, they're just like, City, yeah. we, we decide to be good now. Oh, yeah, that's the game. We'll go on that one. Yeah. Yes, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to that one there. Um, and then Leeds versus United. Fucking <laughs> United will win that one. I'll I'll put the win for United in that game. Well, I'm gonna go for Leeds. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> rounds out with uh, Wolves reckon, and Leicester. No, I, okay. No, I reckon. I reckon both of the. I reckon both of the managers for um. So Ralphie and Bielsa are just gonna come out and just be like, you know what? Let's just not play today, and we'll just we'll just we'll just go home. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're just gonna do a double forfeit. The world's <laughs> first. 
double forfeit is is coming and um that that's what's going to happen I'm calling yep. it because both teams are shit and shouldn't play football <laughs> Can oath, can oath. All right, well, that's the upcoming match week to look forward to there. Uh, I say we round this episode out by saying um, the Champions League is back. Champions! That's it. Uh, what we've been missing. Round of 16 is kicking off uh, from tomorrow as we record this on the Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday kicks us off. So we're kicking off round 16, the first leg, uh, PSG versus Real Madrid. Ooh, Big oh. first match. You oh, like on paper, it's just like this is that's a final, isn't it? Like yeah. that's what you wanted as a final. Yeah. And I just don't think PSG are going to turn up. No. Nah. No. Nah. I th- I think Real Madrid are too much for them, and they're just going to roll them over. I'd like Madrid to take that match. Yeah. Um, going into it would be great. I, th- I think PSG think they they deserve to be there, but I just don't. Like they're in the farmers league. Yeah, they 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 smash the league one and they think they're top shit, and then they come to a giant like Real Madrid and they realize, oh shit, we're actually not good. Yeah, without a doubt, that's all it is. Uh, then we've got uh, Sporting Lisbon versus Man City. So we travel to Portugal for this one. Yeah, I'd, should be our game. Should should be a routine game, but you never know when you travel away. Like. Yeah. It, Especially to Portugal. There could, there could be like a little bit of jet lag going on there. It could affect your run-in for the Premier League as well. Yeah. But really, a routine win for City. Like, Should be, you yeah. shouldn't really... At the moment, I think we're only missing Jack Grealish to see... Uh, he's is... got a foot injury. Yeah, not a big loss but for you guys anyway. We so have that's... plenty of cover anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, and then Thursday, we go uh, RB Salzburg versus Bayern Munich. Should yeah. be Munich, be very comfortable. <laughs> very comfortable. They're they're the ones to watch this year. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And then it is Inter Milan versus Liverpool. Yeah, the San Siro. Yeah, that's um, it's always a always a good game in Italy. Um, Could be a fun match, but I don't see Inter pulling through in this. Yeah, like they're 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 going really well in in the league, but we saw in the group matches that AC Milan were doing good in the league, and we still made them look like B grade. Yeah. So. I, I think the Italy league is on the decline, and I, I can't see into having a sniff, really. No, no, you guys are always strong, especially in the Champions League. You've had a very strong group stage, completely undefeated. Um, I think you guys it's just where it's just It's just where we, we play well. Yeah. Like, the Champions League is our league. Like, we're really good at um, these two-leg games and um, being able to manage when we go ahead. I think they're getting rid of the away goal rule. Is that right? Is that is that gone now? Ooh, I feel like there was talks about it, but I don't know if it's starting in this um, uh, for this season or if it's going to come into the next. Because that, um, that could change a lot of how teams kind of approach uh, their away games because normally you just kind of hold them off for a nil-all or try to sneak a, sneak a goal in and then defend on your home patch. No, actually, it looks like they have actually gotten rid of it. Maybe. Yeah, so that's that's a that's something to look out for, seeing how um, teams kind of approach this um, their away games. Like, does City come out and just smack Lisbon now? Because yep, yeah, it um, has from the uh, well, it says from the twenty one twenty two season. Yeah, ties in which the two two teams score the same number of goals over the two legs will now have two fifteen minute periods of extra extra time and if required penalty kicks. 
Yeah, there you go. So there you go. So if it's going down to an aggregate score that's tied up, it's just going to go to extra time and then penalties. That I just, think it's good. I like it. But that just means that the home leg on like the second the second leg at home mm. is way more of an advantage now because yeah. you don't care if if it's like two one on aggregate because um, you're not worried that if it goes to two all um, that you get kicked out. Like you still have your home support there and yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely a huge advantage for those boys on the second leg. Will be very interesting, but I, I personally, I, I, I like that much better of having that instead of doing the away goals. Hopefully, it kind of brings out a more attacking style of football. I hope that's their kind of plan. Mm-hmm. So teams aren't just parking the bus and trying to exactly. Yeah, because then if that team gets tired and they know that they have to just hold out for for that for that game. You know, if that means then that the other team go and score and get the aggregate tied up, that team that's been defending that whole game is then going to be on the, the back foot, be heaps tired going into extra time. Yeah. Gives that other team. You know, I think it's just, I think it's just going to add a new flavor to these knockout stages. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Is that, is that all? Is this round of 16? This is round of 16. Yeah. So, oh, so there's only, there's only four games. So it's four games this week and then yeah. the next four will be next week. Oh, so okay. we'll, we'll touch on that in episode three. Yeah preview that one there so i think that's uh i think that's everything for this episode i think we'll yeah, we'll call it here that's a that's yeah, a pretty good episode pretty pretty um a lot of upsets a lot of yeah liverpool and city doing what they do yeah and, let's uh, um uh manchester united <laughs> get better <laughs> just, <laughs> just get uh, better just do something <laughs> All right. Um, guys, thanks for joining us here on episode two of the Left on the Bench podcast. If you want to find us anywhere, links are in our description below. You can find us on all our socials. If you're listening to us on the audio, please rate the episode on Spotify um, or wherever you are listening to us here. It's a great help. Um, if you want to banter along with us, just send us an instant DM on anything you want. If you think we're wrong about Manchester United, which let's be honest, I don't think you are, uh, let us know your thoughts. Yeah. Give us a give us a topic to talk about as well. If there's something that um that you want us to talk about, something you find interesting, send it through. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll fit it into the show. Hundred percent. So, thanks for joining us here, guys. Also, if you want to check out my other podcast, uh, you like that? It's based on movies. Link for that is in the description below as well. If you like soccer and then you like movies, come over. It's a uh, it's a good time over there as well. A lot of questions. But for this episode and on this show. Until we see you all in the dugout, you've been left on the bench.